0: Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with on Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Imig, from 88.9. All right, well, we're headed to downtown Milwaukee to Hotel Metro this week on Urban Spelunking. This is the Mariner building, and we learned, actually, we, we spelunked this building once before, Bobby, and we learned that this building was the first building in Milwaukee to be fully air-conditioned.
1: Yeah, I remember when I wrote about it the first time, uh, it, was, it was built in the late 30s, designed by Eschweiler and Eschweiler, and uh, all of the advertisements at the time sort of touted how uh, technologically advanced it was with the air conditioning, and doctor's offices had special um, systems installed to handle you know special needs that they had, and it was just immediately like said to be like just design-wise and comfort-wise, just unlike any other building in town at the time.
0: They even had elevators with phones in them. I remember that.
1: Amazing, right?
0: (laughs) Well, we're talking about it again. Again, this is um, um, Hotel Metro on Mason in Milwaukee because um, they just wrapped up this renovation. And you got access to this amazing like, treasure trove of photos from the construction of this building going back to, I believe, 1937, right?
1: Yeah, and so that's why I wrote the story because, you know, I had written the story of the building in the past, but then um, Ben Dahlman from Dahlman Construction Company uh, contacted me because he has this archive of photos that he started sharing with me, and this is sort of the first fruit of that. Um, and Ben's great grandfather started Dahlman Construction Company in Milwaukee in
0: 1908.
1: Wow. Um, so it's been in the, so, you know, they, they have photos that go back that far. Um, and what's great is that he was originally going to send me just sort of like a photo of this building, a photo of that building, but he started coming across these sets of photographs that um, sort of trace the construction of a building from the same site. So like in this case, they set up a camera across the street, kitty corner at the Colby Abbott building, which is still there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you get the same exact view and you could almost you could make a flipbook animation out of these pictures because you you know they're they're all from the same exact spot. Um, so it's interesting to see the completely empty site, you know, and then you see the foundation go in, and then you see the the frames start to rise, and then the, you know at the end, of course, you have a completed building, and it it's just kind of amazing to see this progression, um, and how they built buildings back then. Which interestingly, as as you had mentioned to me when we were discussing this. Um, as long as they've been doing this sort of uh, reinforced concrete construction, the process looks pretty much the same. I mean, if you watch a building go up now, it looks basically right? like yeah. what,
0: what you see in these photographs, which is really interesting. So looking at the photos, which you got to go do, you got to go to uh, RadioMilwaukee.org and we'll link to Bobby's story. Uh, you can see the 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 progress of this building through time. And these are really like high quality photos. You could tell it was like they were carefully framed and and captured the whole project. And it's just so interesting to see like the rest of the skyline around Milwaukee um, as this building is taking shape in this really prominent part of the city on uh, Mason and Milwaukee Street. Um, So this building was an office building for years. It became a boutique hotel later on. What makes this building so special?
1: I think, I mean, you know, when it was still an office building, I'm not sure people paid that much attention to it because of the use of it, you know, and then when the uh, hotel Metro went in there, they exposed a bunch of the art deco details especially inside and i think just just sort of this new attention on this building and the changes they made reminded people what a beautiful building this was and i think for years people had sort of forgotten that
0: yeah it's got kind of unique profile too where it's it's got kind of a curved it's on a corner and it curves around um, and it, it definitely gives you that art deco feel when you look at it right away it takes you back in time
1: oh yeah and i you were saying, I love these photos because you can see, I mean, I love them for the way they trace the construction of this building, but really also for what you can see around it, right? I mean, there's buildings that are still there along Milwaukee street. There's some kind of behind it um, on Jefferson street that are not there anymore. So it's kind of interesting to see those, you know, it's, it's really just, uh, it's a window into a, a city that's sort of familiar, but also, but also different. And it's, and it's a rare view because it's, you know especially the early ones before the building is up you get to see what was sort of behind what's behind the building which you know you wouldn't have seen in the past
0: so we're going to make sure and link up those photos at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts but next we're going to talk about the photographer we've been talking about his work this whole time we should probably talk about how these photos were taken in the first place that's coming up in the second half here on urban spelunking
1: Radio Milwaukee is on a mission, and if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission, too. Join today to support the programming you love.
0: Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the Orange Heart. And we're back on Urban Spelunking in downtown Milwaukee at Mason and Milwaukee Street Hotel Metro, tracing the construction of this building, which dates back to the 1930s. So as we talked about in the first half, you found this amazing um, like treasure trove, I called it, of photos of these really cool historical photos from back in the 30s. So who took these photos and and was this like a normal process as buildings were going up that they documented it? This was a normal process. And, you know, I first came across
1: sets of photos like these when I was um, at the MBS, facilities archive where they have um actually quite a few sets of these photos for mps buildings um and i've used a few of them in stories over the years from there um, but it's the same sort of thing where they they have these things they have sort of, there they have eight by ten photo prints that they then bound into like a a book um showing again the site before anything was done if there were buildings to be demolished sometimes it shows those buildings before they're being before they were demolished. I mean, it really oh, shows cool. every step of the process. And there's one that I used in a story once and that's in the Historic Public School Houses book that I wrote, that uh, it's the, the addition to Wells Street Junior High School, which now is the rescue mission. And what I love about it is there's a, the, in the foreground of the picture is a dog just kind of staring at the work site, like watching the workers, (laughs) which just really made it seem sort of alive, you know, to like really sort of put you in the, in the scene, you know, having, having that dog there. Um, But so, yeah, this was common. And interestingly, this is still common after I ran this story, a guy from LA, a photographer from Los Angeles, uh, emailed me and sent me a link to his website because he does this work now. So he like um, traces the, the progress of constructions of buildings and things. And one thing he's particularly proud of in the set that I liked the most on his website were um, a series of photographs. He's documenting the construction of a new subway line in oh, cool. um, Los Angeles. So this this still happens. This still goes on. But the guy that took these um, was a guy named uh, James Blair Murdoch, who um, he was... Born in St. Paul, Minnesota in 1896, came to Milwaukee in the very early 20s, worked briefly as a newspaper photographer. Um, But by 1924, he had his own photography studio, um, and he was a commercial photographer, and he did all kinds of things, uh, which I found out because UWM Libraries has um, a huge collection of Murdoch photos, uh, many of them online. Uh, so you can go to the of Libraries' websites and you can look up Murdoch and you can just see he's got photos of everything you can think of. He's got like fashion shows. He's got people shopping at local stores. He's got
0: these kinds of construction photos. Um, and was it all kind of the same era, 1930s? And
1: well, yeah, he started, so he's doing this by the 20s and actually he continued doing it through 1965. So oh, he wow. like he had a pretty long career. And what's interesting, it's a time, you know, when Milwaukee changed a lot. But he also had lots of interesting photos of um, people, like women at work in factories, children playing in the schoolyards and stuff. So it really paints, a, like his collection, which is a thousand photographs, really paints a vivid picture of the city. So they're really amazing. And, and since I found this guy, I mean, I didn't find him, he existed, but since, <laughs> since I found him for myself, um, I've started to see his name pop up all over the place. Like he is... He
0: was a very well-known, very respected photographer. So he had all these different d- different kinds of work and he was active through the 60s, had a long career. I wonder if like at this time in, in like the early 1900s, um, you know, what it was like to be a photographer when, you know, when not everybody had access to a camera and, and you needed to you know, be a professional to to offer these services, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, there were, I think there were a lot of people doing it, but it was a time when I don't think everybody thought they could do it. Like now everybody thinks, oh, I don't need a photographer.
0: I have my phone, you know, which much to the bane, much to the uh, <laughs> horror of a proper photographer. So what is it? I mean, like, this is so fat There's something like inherently fascinating about, you know, especially if you're from Milwaukee, looking back at these old, these old photos and seeing, you know, a building like this taking shape. What is it about this that gets you I mean, this is not the first time you've you've gone into the archive and found these old photos. What you know, like what and it what, won't be the last time. Right? Like why do you love this so much and why like what gets you what fascinates you so much about these uh these historical photos?
1: You know, I'm looking at at some of the photos right now and this the very first one, the March twelfth, nineteen thirty-seven photo. There's there's so much life in it. If you I mean from a distance, it looks like just sort of a boring photo of an empty lot for the most part, with some buildings around it. But if you look down, there's, I mean, there's interesting cars parked along there. There looks like there's about seven or eight guys kind of standing together along uh, Milwaukee Street, peering down into the hole, like, watching what's going on. Um, and then you realize there are actually guys in the hole working, you know. plus, So it's sort of fascinating, just sort of street scene. Um, but also just the the stuff that's in the background I just I'd love to look at what's in the background and kind of think about how it compares to what's there today
0: so we've been talking a lot about these photos you probably want to see them for yourself we've got them linked up at radiomilwaukee.org podcasts some really great uh photo pieces lately we were at the zoo the milwaukee county zoo um both the the old one from washington park and the current one so if you're in the mood to go into the archives and find some some really cool photos definitely check us out bobby's been finding some amazing photos lately and and, and go to on milwaukee take a look we'll link uh, we'll link to both of his uh, to all those pieces on our website at radiomilwaukee.org. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic inspiration comes from the license lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of eighty eight podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, anywhere else that you find your podcasts. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzilla, thanks.
1: Thank you, Nate.